Leviticus 9 7-10-20. Then Moses said to Aaron, Approach the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering to make atonement for yourself and for the people. And sacrifice the people's offering to make atonement for them, as the Lord has commanded. So Aaron approached the altar and slaughtered the calf as a sin offering for himself. The sons of Aaron brought the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and applied it to the horns of the altar. And he poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. On the altar he burned the fat, the kidneys, and the lobe of the liver from the sin offering, as the Lord had commanded Moses. But he burned up the flesh and the hide outside the camp. Then Aaron slaughtered the burnt offering. His sons brought him the blood, and he sprinkled it on all sides of the altar. They brought him the burnt offering piece by piece, including the head, and he burned them on the altar. He washed the entrails and the legs and burned them atop the burnt offering on the altar. Aaron then presented the people's offering. He took the male goat for the people's sin offering, slaughtered it, and offered it for sin like the first one. He presented the burnt offering and offered it according to the ordinance. Next he presented the grain offering, took a handful of it, and burned it on the altar in addition to the morning's burnt offering. Then he slaughtered the ox and the ram as the people's peace offering. His sons brought him the blood, and he sprinkled it on all sides of the altar. They also brought the fat portions from the ox and the ram the fat tail, the fat covering the entrails, the kidneys, and the lobe of the liver. And placed these on the breasts. Aaron burned the fat portions on the altar. But he waved the breasts and the right thigh as a wave offering before the Lord, as Moses had commanded. Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them. And having made the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offering, he stepped down. Moses and Aaron then entered the tent of meeting. When they came out, they blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted for joy and fell face down. Now Aaron's sons Nadab and Abihu took their censers, put fire in them and added incense, and offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died in the presence of the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord meant when he said, To those who come near me I will show my holiness, and in the sight of all the people I will reveal my glory. But Aaron remained silent. Moses summoned Mishael and Elzaphan, sons of Aaron's uncle Uziel, and said to them, Come here, carry the bodies of your cousins outside the camp, away from the front of the sanctuary. So they came forward and carried them, still in their tunics, outside the camp, as Moses had directed. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons Eleazar and Edomar, Do not let your hair become disheveled and do not tear your garments, or else you will die, and the Lord will be angry with the whole congregation. But your brothers, the whole house of Israel, may mourn on account of the fire that the Lord has ignited. You shall not go outside the entrance to the tent of meeting, or you will die, for the Lord's anointing oil is on you. So they did as Moses instructed. Then the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons are not to drink wine or strong drink when you enter the tent of meeting, or else you will die, this is a permanent statute for the generations to come. You must distinguish between the holy and the common, between the clean and the unclean. So that you may teach the Israelites all the statutes that the Lord has given them through Moses. And Moses said to Aaron and his remaining sons, Eleazar and Edomar, Take the grain offering that remains from the offerings made by fire to the Lord and eat it without leaven beside the altar, because it is most holy. You shall eat it in a holy place, because it is your share and your son's share of the offerings made by fire to the Lord, for this is what I have been commanded. And you and your sons and daughters may eat the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution in a ceremonially clean place, because these portions have been assigned to you and your children from the peace offerings of the sons of Israel. 
They are to bring the thigh of the contribution and the breast of the wave offering, together with the fat portions of the offerings made by fire, to wave as a wave offering before the Lord. It will belong permanently to you and your children, as the Lord has commanded. Later, Moses searched carefully for the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it had been burned up. He was angry with Eliezer and Edomar, Aaron's remaining sons, and asked. Why didn't you eat the sin offering in the holy place? For it is most holy, it was given to you to take away the guilt of the congregation by making atonement for them before the Lord. Since its blood was not brought inside the holy place, you should have eaten it in the sanctuary area, as I commanded. But Aaron replied to Moses, Behold, this very day they presented their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. Since these things have happened to me, if I had eaten the sin offering today, would it have been acceptable in the sight of the Lord? And when Moses heard this explanation, he was satisfied. Mark 4 26-520. And he was saying, The kingdom of God is thus, as a man should cast the seed upon the earth. And should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should sprout and grow he not knows how. Of itself, the earth brings forth fruit first a plant, then an ear, then full grain in the ear. And when the fruit offers itself, he sends the sickle immediately, for the harvest has come. And he was saying, To what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what parable shall we present it? As a grain of mustard, which, when it has been sown upon the earth, is smallest of all the seeds that are upon the earth. And when it has been sown, it grows up, and becomes greater than all the garden plants, and produces great branches, so that the birds of the air are able to encamp under its shadow. And with many such parables he kept speaking the word to them, as they were able to hear. And he would not speak to them without parables, but privately he would explain all things to his own disciples. And on that day, evening having come, he says to them, Let us pass over to the other side. And having dismissed the crowd, they take him with them since he was in the boat, and other boats were with him. And a violent storm of wind comes, and the waves were breaking over the boat, so that the boat already is being filled up. And he was in the stern, sleeping on the cushion. And they awaken him and say to him, Teacher, is it no concern to you that we perish? And having been awoken, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Silence, be still. And the wind abated, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you fearful? Have you still no faith? And they feared with great fear and were saying to each other, Who then is this? that even the wind and the sea obey him? And they came to the other side of the sea, to the region of the Gerasenes. And of him having gone forth out of the boat, immediately out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit met him. Who had the dwelling in the tombs? And no longer was anyone able to bind him, not even with chains. Because he often had been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been torn in two by him, and the shackles had been shattered, and no one was able to subdue him. And constantly all night and day in the tombs and in the mountains, he was crying out and cutting himself with stones. And having seen Jesus from afar, he ran and fell on his knees before him. And having cried in a loud voice, he said, What to me and to you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he was saying to him, You come forth out of the man, unclean spirit. And he was asking him, What is your name? And he answered saying, My name is Legion, because we are many. And he begged him numerous times that he would not send them out of the country. Now there was a great herd of pigs there near the mountain, feeding. And they begged him, saying, Send us into the pigs, so that we may enter into them. And he allowed them. And the unclean spirits having gone out, entered into the pigs, and the herd about two thousand rushed down the steep bank into the sea, and they were drowned in the sea. And those feeding them fled and proclaimed it to the city and to the country. And they went out to see what it is that has been done. And they come to Jesus and see the man possessed by demons sitting, clothed and sound-minded the one having had the legion and they were afraid. 
and those having seen it related to them how it happened to the one being possessed by demons, and concerning the pigs. And they began to implore him to depart from their region. And he having entered into the boat, the one having been possessed by demons was begging him that he might be with him. And he did not permit him, but he says to him, Go to your home, to your own, and preach to them how much the Lord did for you and had mercy on you. And he departed and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and all were marveling. Psalm 37 30-40. The mouth of the righteous man utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart, his steps do not falter. Though the wicked lie in wait for the righteous and seek to slay them. The Lord will not leave them in their power or let them be condemned under judgment. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will raise you up to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you will see it. I have seen a wicked, ruthless man flourishing like a well-rooted native tree. Yet he passed away and was no more, though I searched, he could not be found. Consider the blameless and observe the upright, for posterity awaits the man of peace. But the transgressors will all be destroyed, the future of the wicked will be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord, He is their stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps and delivers them, He rescues and saves them from the wicked, because they take refuge in Him. Proverbs 10 6-7. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. The memory of the righteous is a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot.